Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Jesse DePlanis, and who are you? I'm Kathy, <laughs> your wife of almost 50 years yeah, now. Almost 50 years, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. I'm in the boardroom of Jesse DePlanis Ministry because this is where decisions are made mm -hmm. for our ministry. And we just, I decided to shoot this in our boardroom because I have a decision that I think you need to adopt. Everybody's talking about the coronavirus, and I understand that. If you, I'd love for you to watch the message that I preached last Sunday on what is behind the coronavirus. So I'm going to be preaching this Sunday on part two of that. Mm -hmm. And I want you to understand that. Now, one thing I've learned, when you make a decision, you do something. See, I don't make a debate. Debates, you know, you, you talk about things. A decision makes a choice. Mm -hmm. I've made up my mind to believe the word of God. I believe God's word, but I also believe doctors. And I believe scientists and all that kind of stuff too, because they have a part in the natural world. Mm -hmm. But I'm, we're not dealing with something natural here. We're dealing with something supernatural because what's happening is, is what's behind this virus? Mm -hmm. What's causing this? Because it comes to kill, steal, and destroy. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. Yes. Now, that's, that's exactly what the coronavirus wants to do. Now, where does that come from? That comes from Satan. He that's comes right. to kill, steal, and destroy. Jesus came to give life to the full mm -hmm. till it overflows. So I'm not here to encourage you because you should not be discouraged. Because greater is he who is in you than he was in the world. And if God be for you, then who could be against you? Mm -hmm. And no weapon formed against you going to prosper. Now, listen to this. This is the word of God. I want you to believe that just like you believe John 3, 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. I sound a little angry. I made a decision not to be moved by what I see. I'm also going to say something very, very controversial. You ready? Oh, Lord, this is going to travel all over the world right now, what I'm about ready to say. I believe in handling and, 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 and doing what I call the rule of law. I believe in that. That's what made this country what it is today. Mm -hmm. But now we're getting all kinds of things. We're stepping over the Constitution. They say we can't have services and no more than 10 people. Okay? I understand. I'm not trying to be you know, man up and all this kind of stuff to, to go against a civil authority. But I tell you what needs to be done. Since now, they're telling us to close our churches, close the sports arenas. Don't you miss Don't you miss March Madness? Wouldn't you like to be seeing it right now? <laughs> don't you miss your nice restaurant? Don't you miss that? The, the, the waiters that you happen to know, the waitresses that you know, now you can't do this and blah, blah, this and all that kind of stuff. I think it's time for the media to shut their mouths. I think it's time that what we need to do, and I asked Mr. President to do that and the governors and everything, that oh, they're not going to like this because it's freedom of the press. But that's also in the same amendment of freedom of religion. You see what I'm saying? So what needs to be done, let me tell you the media is doing. You're making people sick. I don't need to know that another person died of the disease. We know it's happening. You just keep making people sick. You're making them sick psychologically. You're making them sick and you're causing panic. Now, what I would like to see, you ain't like this at all, that if you got an, an hour program, so you're going to restrict us, a thousand member church down to 10 people. We ought to restrict you to three minutes to talk about the coronavirus. I remember when Hurricane Katrina hit this place. It was terrible. I was the first person to land in New Orleans, Louisiana after Katrina on a private plane. Listen to me. And all I did was went to work helping people. But it got so much that people had to turn the television on. It was making them sick. ABC, CBS, NBC, Fox, all you other people, you're making people sick. It's terrible for somebody to die. I understand that. But you're working all these hospital people so hard that they're going to break down themselves. You understand what I'm saying? So if you want restrictions, then you need to restrict yourself. Because let's just face it, every one of you guys and every one of you ladies that are talking, you're getting paid. 
These people that at the restaurants are not getting paid. Well, thank God that we have a stimulus package. Yeah, but it don't start till April the 6th. What is the date today? We're in the month of March. What are you going to do from now to then? Do you see what I'm trying to say? I'm not trying to be mean. I'm not trying to be rude. I don't want any restriction on the media or on the religion or anything else because we're Americans. But you're making people sick. You turn on television, it's always coronavirus. I mean, my God, you made it a superstar. It's time for you to control yourself. Mm -hmm. Now, if you can't do that, then maybe, Mr. President, maybe the governors need to say, excuse me, we're going, we, this is extraordinary times. No one wanted to, whoever thought they'd ever cancel the sports things and all that kind of stuff. So you won't call social distancing. We want to distance you for making people sick with fear, mm. for making people sick with panic. Now, I know you ain't going to like that. And let me tell you something. I don't like it neither. I like you saying whatever you want because that's America, isn't it? But it's time now to look at the things that you're saying and you're getting to a point to where you're making people physically sick that don't have the virus. You're making them worried automatically. And, and, and if they did get it, they would just go right past it because they're so healthy. Oh, you understand what I'm saying? Now, Jesus said, now you ain't gonna like that, but I'm gonna tell you what Jesus said. He said, now unto him was able to do exceedingly, exceedingly. Look at the word. He said. Let me just read it for you so you can understand what I, I can quote it. Now unto him able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can possibly ask or think. Now, notice how it's done. Mm -hmm. According to the what, Kathy? According to the power. The power that's within that us. Within us. Already. Not just on us. Mm -hmm. That's within us. Mm -hmm. I am not discouraged about this. I hate this. Uh, people dying. Why don't we use this same power that we have to restricting healthy people? Let's just take that power and really take care of the elderly and the compromise. Mm -hmm. Oh, you understand what I'm saying? Because you see, you don't announce every day that somebody died of the flu. How come I need to know how many people are dying in Italy? I don't need to know that. And I'm, I'm for the Italian people. I'm going to Italy to preach the gospel. I got great Italian friends. I was raised up in an Italian neighborhood. You understand what I'm saying? That's not the issue. I'm not trying to be hard here. What I'm trying to say is we need, the media needs to take responsibility for what they're reporting. You understand? Now, it was there needs to be, well, how the judge says when he shuts you up, you can't talk about a case. There's something he sends out there. There's a word. Some, a gaggle. A gaggle. Some yeah, we need to quarantine ourselves. We from, need to quarantine. Some of this news that's going on all the time. Because it's just too much. Self-quarantine. Yeah, it's too much. I'm asking you, as an American, if you're that concerned about people being sick, don't make them sick mentally, too. Because they got to fight this virus physically. Now, you're going to make them sick. That's why you got to run on toilet paper. Think about it. That's why you got to run on paper towels. What's happening? It's time for you to take responsibility for that. Oh, I'm going to get some ugly letters on there. I don't want that. I don't like people telling me this. I, I, I don't. I, I'm saying because, you know, what I'm saying is something against the Constitution, freedom of the press. Well, there's also freedom of religion, yeah. freedom to assemble. It's all in the same thing, ladies and gentlemen. So it's time that people that are in authority don't just look at one place. Because let me tell you something, you can destroy somebody mentally quicker than you can with a physical in something physical. At least you got some can help, uh, uh, you know, you know, get the fever down if you have to put ice on them or something. But, but if you keep pumping this 24 7, 24 7, 24 7, you're getting the results of that. Mm -hmm. And fear is torment. It is. I remember one of our presidents says the only thing 
Find the source. The only thing we have to fear is fear itself. So fear brings torment. Mm-hmm. This morning, the Lord woke me up with a scripture, reminded me of one that I just love, and it's in Psalms 9, verse 9. I love it in the Amplified Bible. It says, the Lord will also be a refuge and a stronghold for the oppressed, a refuge in times of trouble. And that's such a powerful verse of scripture. I love it so much. It's in, you know, in the Amplified, I think I had it somewhere else. Right. This must be the other Amplified. It says, the Lord will also be a refuge and a high tower for the oppressed, a refuge and a stronghold in times of trouble. And then in parentheses, it says high cost, destitution, and desperation. So Correct. that's what we're dealing with now. But God wants to bring strength and hope to everybody around the world. Let me tell you something. The Bible says, be ye therefore imitators of God as dear children. Right? We know that. Okay, that's in the book of Ephesians. I think that's chapter 5, verse 1. Let me help everybody out here. I don't deny it. I deny it's right. When God came upon there, we believe in creation. Some people don't. We believe in that. It says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Watch this. And the earth was out form and void, and darkness was on the face of the deep. And the Spirit of the Lord God said, let there be light. Actually, what he said was light be. Now, watch this. Now, if we were to imitate God, if we constantly kind of be talking, you didn't hear God say this in the beginning. I created the heaven and the earth, and the earth was out forming void. Boy, it's dark out here. Good Lord, look how dark it is out here. He recorded that it was dark, but instead of just pushing the darkness, he pushed the light. I'm asking every minister of the gospel, denominational, non-denominational, interdenominational, to push the light. I'm asking the president of the United States and the Congress and the governors and people in authority in the local, state, and federal officials to push the light. Let's push some encouragement. Let's push this. Hey, this thing is about a we're in a war, but we're going to win this war instead of saying, my God, my God, another person died. My God, do you know we'd have never won any war if we'd have done that? Let me tell you, when they hit Iwo Jima, 5,000 Marines died. That's terrible. Do you know what that means? Grandfathers never could be, that never became grandfathers because they died at 20 years old. Uncles, women, aunts, everything. But they knew they had to take that mountain. They knew they had to do that so they could get to Japan. Same thing with Midway. So if we're in a war, you're not going to tell your, your um, soldiers when you get out there, well, you know, do the best you can. No, what you got to do is get off this beach and take that mountain. Well, I'm going to say, let's get off the beach and let's take the virus down. And we do it through encouraging words, also through our medical technology, also listening to those that are in authority over us. I understand that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have a right to open that church, whether they believe it or not. And if the police come, they, they're supposed to arrest me. What would you do if the police said, we're not arresting you? You talk about causing havoc in this nation. Because the only reason why people do what they do is because they got an army or police that says, if you don't, we're going to put you in jail. Suppose, have you ever thought that the policemen, they got a mind? They don't want to be out there just like you are. They got families at home. They're being exposed. If they say, we're not going to arrest you. Now, that breaks down the rule of law. That should not happen. And I don't believe it will happen. That's not the issue. I'm I'm not advocating that whatsoever at all. But what I am advocating is this, encouragement, Mm -hmm. not discouragement. So I'm asking the media, and I'm going to be talking about that this Sunday on part two of what's behind the coronavirus. And I'm, listen, man, I believe in the media. You know why? I'm on television all over the world. Mm-hmm. I believe in that. I believe in you say what you're going to say. I've been attacked by the media, and I've been praised by the media. You know, that's what the press does. 
That's what it's supposed to be. Freedom of it. But it's also freedom of religion. Mm -hmm. So for my God, limit yourself. We, no government official ought to tell us that. We ought to be able to think ahead and do these things. You see, even though we don't have to, but we ought to think. So I'm asking them, meet all of them. My God, you just make people sick. Let's make, let's lift people up. You don't walk in, when a doctor walks into his bedside, man, he looks at somebody in the bed. He don't say this, even though he sees it. Man, you look bad. It don't look like you're going to make it. Do you know the person next door died? And the person in the next room died? That's what you're doing. You're announcing every death and you're just jamming people and you don't need to do that. Because let me tell you something, that hurts the families that got to live without that person. Come on, let the elevator go to the top. Or you that in uh, Europe, the lift, <laughs> let it go to the top here. Let's use some sense. Mm -hmm. Yes, we need to report. Don't misunderstand me. And I believe in that. But there's some things we don't need that. Until you're making people sick. I've seen it, Catherine, with Katrina. Mm -hmm. People had to just cut the television off. You know, people couldn't watch it. Now, watch this. You know, you'll never do that. If people start cutting that television off, then your sponsors are going to stop paying you. Then all of a sudden, you're going to experience ABC, CBS, NBC, Fox. You're going to experience what the restaurant people are experiencing. Mm -hmm. You're going to experience that the waiters don't have a job. <laughs> Uh-oh. Because without the people that don't have a job, you don't have a job without the people watching. Remember that. Remember that. I don't believe that's going to happen. But if we discipline ourselves, so what me and Kathy do, we discipline ourselves to obey the laws of the land. But we also discipline ourselves to obey the laws of the Lord Jesus Christ. People say, I'm not a Christian. That don't change it. I had one man tell me, I don't believe in God. That don't change it. You know what I mean? But you believe or not, you may not say, I don't believe in the wind, but if you don't breathe, you're going to die. See, I mean, do you understand what I'm trying to say here? Now, I'm doing this in my boardroom because I had to make a decision to say what I'm saying, and I really did not want to say that. But I see this thing completely out of hand, hmm. panicking. I pray for my friends in Italy. I love the Italian people. You understand what I'm saying? But my God, and, this, and I'm going to just say it in the state of Louisiana. We're trying to figure out that we have more people per capita getting the coronavirus than anybody else. What good did that do to help anybody? Nothing. Made it worse. Other than try to put a, a, a star in your uh, a media cap? Come on. That's not right. So control yourself. Mm -hmm. Oh, you didn't like that. Well, you're asking me to control myself. Mm -hmm. You're asking me not to have 50 people or 250 or whatever. <laughs> Excuse me? Think about this for a minute. See, because when you put yourself in the same shoes of these people, then you begin to realize, wait a minute. But if we come together as Americans mm -hmm. and say we'll fight this with every fabric of our being, we're going to fight it spiritually, we're going to fight it physically, we're going to fight it financially. Here's one that'll blow your socks off. Are you ready? You ain't going to like this at all. And I'm not saying doing it. You ever thought about postponing the presidential election? We don't need another administration in the middle of this war. Oh, God, I think the Democrats just fell on the floor. Jesus, help me, Lord. You see what I'm saying? Oh, we can't do that. Well, Ohio, they just shut down their, I think it was their primaries. You know, it's amazing what you can do if you do it with not yourself in mind, but for the American people as a whole. For the common good. For the common good. Mm -hmm. Right now, and I'm going to tell you something. Uh, President Trump said we have a, <laughs> you, you ever, do you remember Wall Street called the Trump bump? We went from 18,000, 19,000, all the way to 29. 
Well, how about get that thing back up to 29, then let's have us an election here. You know, Jesse, part of the problem is with all the cable news all the time, they got to fill in all this time. I suggest filling it in with putting nuggets of hope that maybe, yes. that are being preached across the pulpits around the world. And we have messages that, that could go out Amen. there that people can hear good, encouraging Amen. words. The words of Isaiah in chapter 60, I want to read this, Jesse. It says, Arise, shine, for thy light is come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth, and gross darkness the people, but the Lord shall arise upon thee, and his glory shall be seen in thee. I think God wants us to talk to people, tell them, rise up. Don't don't just stay down. Rise up. The word of God has strong, like you often said, strong recipes for heart pain. Yes. And we we have a message of hope. Pastors and ministers all over the world have a message of hope. That can be infused in the middle of all these other reports rather than giving difficult, hard Constantly, situations. God's people need to be lifted up. Just like God gave the word, like you said in Genesis, light be. I think as believers, we need to be speaking to each other and say, rise up. Don't stick down. Don't put your head down. Lift your, He's the glory and the lifter of our head. Amen. No matter what attack comes, we can have strong hope in the gospel. Jesus came that we might have life and have it more abundantly. So no matter what happens in the world, I'm thinking about the, the attack that Jairus had, the ruler who came to Jesus to help his daughter who was at death's bed. And the, the, someone came to them and said, oh, your daughter's already dead. Don't even bother the master. Well, Jesus told him words that we need to grab hold of today, which is fear not, believe only, and she shall live. So I'm declaring to you, fear not, believe only, and you and your family shall live. Amen. God's word is true. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Do not give up. And not only don't give up for yourself, but share that hope with the world. Instead of posting a, a, a prediction of doom and gloom, post hope. Post what the word of God says. We need to have faith in the earth. Jesus said, when I return, shall I find faith in the earth? Faith declares what God said, not what the Amen. world is saying. Faith looks at the answer and not the problem. And we can do this today, but we need to draw, draw a strength from one another. And this is why we're broadcasting this today. We want you to know that you can speak words of life to your life, to your family, to your household, to your state, to the world. Because God Amen. wants us. He equipped us mm -hmm. with words so this can happen. Well, the reason why I'm doing it in this boardroom, because I know I'm going to get criticized for this. Look, ladies and gentlemen, I got people behind this thing here looking at me. I didn't want to be on it. Have you noticed I got a little shadow here? I had, I mean, me and a concrete floor had a fight and the concrete floor won. <laughs> I'll now, put a little makeup put on it. It looks better than... Let me tell you something. The makeup otherwise. is worse than a black eye. Let me tell you, man. I hate makeup. We didn't want you to be distracted by that. That's <laughs> yeah, why we yeah. covered it up. He, he came kicking and screaming about that. Yeah, but we, I don't, I don't care much for makeup. But I'm just saying, uh, I didn't want to do that. But you know, you got to do what you got to do. That reminded me that when I raised my neighbor, you got to do what you got to do. You understand? And that's just the way it is. So what I'm saying here is... And I'm not trying to restrict nobody. Let's speak some life. Yes. And like I said, I don't need a report. Oh, oh I'll give a prime example. Oh, you're going to love this. Ever all you that hate me as a preacher, you're going to love. Don't you hate it when preachers say, won't you help me? Won't you help me? Oh, God, if I don't help you today, we're not going to make it. I tell you what, my God, if you don't send in the support, we can't. Oh, that just drives you nuts. Mm-hmm. You're driving people nuts. You're doing the exact same thing, just in a different frame. Mm -hmm. You see, because that person is saying, we're not going to make it, we're not going to make it, we're going to, and it makes you sick. Yeah, they're peddlers of fear. Yeah, see, well, it's the same way on the other side. Mm -hmm. No, you want a preacher to get up and say, we're blessed in the city, blessed in the field, Amen. blessed going in and blessed going we out. We believe God. And we believe, and we do. Now, watch this. These churches, they don't, they don't run on air. Mm -hmm. They got utility bills. 
uh, uh, employees. And let me just tell you something about us spiritually before you criticize them. We're there when you're born and we're there when you die. Where's your lawyer? Where's your doctor? A lot of times he's in the next room trying to help somebody from not dying. But we got to be there because if we're not, well, my God, he didn't come to the funeral. Do you see my point, what I'm trying to say here? You don't want to hear that junk. Well, we don't want to hear all this. Yes, I think you need to report. I believe that. I keep going back to that because I feel the Lord's want me to say that. But if you start saying what you want instead of what you have, yeah, that makes sense. And I don't deny what I have. I mean, I'm in a T-shirt and Kathy's in a T-shirt. We're just being here. But I made up my mind. I want to encourage you. Now, I'm going to say something sounds like, okay. Kathy, do I look discouraged? Have you, any of my staff, any of you, have you seen me going, I don't know what I'm going to do? No. Well, you know why? Not because I'm a man. I'm a leader. In other words, if I ask you to do something, I do it with you. In other words, if I, if I was a general, I'm on the beach with you, man. Well, you're allowed to get killed. Yeah. That might, that might happen. Jesse, I just remember the words of that General Ornery, which we love so much. Oh, yeah, didn't Russell know him Ornery. Personally, but after Katrina, he, when he, when he did a lot of great things when he came here. <laughs> a wise gentleman, God yes. blessed us to have him here in our city right after Katrina. But when he left, he said some powerful words that we, we just keep saying. He says, don't get stuck on stupid. And that That's was so, so powerful. And today we can't get stuck on stupid. We need to have hope. We need to have wisdom. And we're following, we, we support our president and our governmental leaders. Sure. But we're, we're also applying the word of God and bringing hope to people. We need all of it. Amen? 100%. So President Trump, I know you're doing good. You've got a bunch of business people around you and you and you, and you got the CDC. Y'all working night and day 24-7. I just heard a, a friend of mine that's a nurse. Her hours are 16 hours a day. She goes home, take a shower, clean up, sleeps two hours and back. You know, you're going to break people's backs after a while. You see what I'm saying? And I understand, well, we don't want to override the, we don't want to override the hospitals. I understand that perfectly. But you've overridden the restaurants. You've overridden all that. And I understand. Well, now, let me tell you, this will help if everybody begins to say, now when the helm is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we can possibly ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. See what I'm saying? I mean, a great, let me tell you something. You want a great president? If he's got a great speech. You don't, all we have to fear is fear itself. Ask not what you can do for your country. Ask what. Ask not what you can. What, what your country can, can do, do for, for you, you, but ask what you can, can do, do for, for your country. country. That's JFK here. Yeah. yeah. Think, let me tell you something. You talk about some trying times. So we need to pray for our leaders. Mm -hmm. So if you don't mind, Mr. President, we don't mind, Mr. Governor, uh, Mr. John Bell Edwards. I know you're in a rocking hard place. Oh Jesus, because you know I heard you say something today. Mm -hmm. Listen, I believe in God, but I also believe in science, buddy. Hey, I'm the exact same way, and it isn't easy. So if you don't mind, I like everybody that's viewing this, let's pray for our president, our Congress, and our local, my God, man, uh, I'm in St. Charles Parish. They need help. Uh, state officials, government officials. Every leader. Every and, leader. you know, and it's amazing. All pastors. All, all of us. Mm -hmm. People that are out on the front lines, especially the doctors, the nurses, Man, that's work. First Can we do that? First response. Yeah, look about the firemen, the police officers. My Lord Jesus, they don't have breaks. Mm -hmm. They don't ev mandatory evac. When you get a mandatory evacuation, they got to stay here. <clears throat> Isn't that amazing? Father, in oh, Jesus' you, name, Father. I pray for Thank all you. those that are in authority over yes. us. 
that they'll do the right thing and they're doing the best they can. And I understand that. Lord, we need your help to shut down this virus and Lord, to give people strength. Lord, I ask people that are in authority that in the communication business, which is television and all that, that they become responsible. Mm-hmm. Now, they don't make people sick with so much bad news. Mm-hmm. We're not denying that it's out there. And I'm not being hard that I don't want to hear someone died. No, because if I was a, I know a family member's got to do that for the rest of their life. But Lord, there's enough sick people fighting this virus. We don't need people sick mentally. So we're going to have to learn to control ourselves, even though we might be a great story if we use that. And Lord, I ask you to minister greatly. Yes. And touch each and every individual. Give us insights, concepts, and ideas on what to do, when to do it, where to do it. Give us a vaccine if that's what it is. Whatever it takes, Lord Jesus. I thank you for it. I believe you for it. I call it done. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Now, let me say that I am a traveling speaker, so a lot of meetings that I've had has been canceled. That takes finances to run this place. It certainly does takes finances to run the federal government. We don't have the power to print money. See, if I went print some money, I'd go to jail. That's called counterfeit. But the feds can do that, see? So that's great power. And thank God for all these stimulus packages and things of that nature. That's great. Well, let me tell you what people really want. If you're a true American and you know what I'm about to say, you ready to earn yourself. You want to get, you just want your job. Mm-hmm. Think about the difference. Just a few weeks back, we were exploded at 29000 on the dial. Just now, they want to know what to do with ourselves. Well, what we do is make decisions. So we determine, so we can't stop it. I'll say this and I'll shut up. We <laughs> decided for now. for now, anyway, yeah. <laughs> we decided to spring forward. Mm-hmm. We changed the time because we wanted to. Now, I'm pretty sure the gorillas in the zoos and in the wild forests of Africa to say, who stole that out? I remember my granddaughter <laughs> no, said that didn't. one time. No, somebody took my house. My granddaughter, one time when we sprung forward, this is when she was Years a lot smaller. She said, did Jesus take that out? Because she wanted to sleep more. <laughs> See what I'm saying? Now watch it. That didn't affect nothing in the planet Earth. Mm-hmm. We just decided to change it because we had the power to do so. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, all in authority, all those that are in communication, including me, mm-hmm. we have the power to change this with our words. Then from our words comes our actions. Mm-hmm. And we pray, we believe. This is not easy things. But I heard an old statement, tough times don't last. Tough people do. Just the other day, I came back from a tour and I walked into the cemeteries mm-hmm. where they buried the World War II people in the Pacific Theater. It was a solemn thing. I wasn't the born there. And the punch bowl. I wasn't born. I was born July the 9th, 1949. Oh. That war started in 1941 to 1945. But actually, Hitler was doing stuff in 38 and 34 and all this kind of stuff, adding all these kind of things, you see. I, and I thought about all those people. They wanted to live. But, oh, they thought you were so important. That's why they call it the greatest generation. That we'll do what we have to do. I'm pretty sure those young boys didn't want to go up them mountains, up them beaches. My God, hitting D-Day, Omaha Beach. Think bullets are this big blowing your brain. But they did it because they were asked to 
die for freedom. And people came back. And, uh, and, and, and the ones that came back. So I thank God for our veterans. And even today, whether it's the Gulf Wars or Vietnam or Korea, World War I, World War II, all that, that's all terrible. So, Mr. President, I got to agree with you. We're in a war here. Mm -hmm. But I'll tell you what, a good leader say in the midst of it all, we can win this thing. So when FDR, who was in a wheelchair, mm -hmm. which that's not supposed to be because that don't look strong, mm -hmm. he said, all we have to fear is fear itself. That's the culprit right there. You understand what I'm saying? Thank you for tuning in to us today. Thank you for letting us talk to you. I hope it didn't sound mean. To ABC, CBS, NBC, I'm on your side. I'm on ABC. I'm on CBS. I'm on, I'm on these television. Hey, I'm for you, man. But I got enough sense to know, just like when a preacher's begging till he's blue in the face that makes you sick, all this other stuff constantly slamming, corona, 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 it makes people sick. And I, I really believe probably physically it, it disturbs their, their immune system. You get under depression, you get under pressure, those kind of things. So I think we, we let's be responsible to each other. We'll get through this thing, and it will come to pass. And I mean that sincerely. We'll do the best we can, and then we'll go a mile further. That's what faith is. Faith says you'll, you'll go as far as you can, and you'll make one more step. Mm -hmm. And that's what I'm doing. Uh, you want me to be honest? I have a lot of people that work for me. Whoo, yes, indeed. I, I pay these people. I pay them well. If I look in the natural, if you don't support our ministry, watch this, I can lay those people off. I have been preaching 44 years and been in full-time ministry 42, and I've never laid off one person. And let me tell you why. Not because I'm some great something, because I didn't believe for that. Mm -hmm. I would not allow my mind to go there. Mm -hmm. It wanted to. I rebuked it. I said, that's not my thoughts. My thoughts are lovely, just, good, report, and pure, and virtue. I think on these things. So I want you to think on something we said today. Now unto him is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we can possibly ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. We have that power within us. Now I'm a Christian and I believe in that. Well, I'm an atheist. Hey, guess what? You have that right. Thank God you live in America. You start saying some of that in some of these other countries that don't have Christianity as, they, as a stable religion, they will kill you. But not here. You have a right to not believe in God. I don't know why you don't, why, why you wouldn't, but I understand that. But you know, that's what I mean. You don't want nobody to abuse that right. Well, we don't need that. So that's the churches. I think we need to obey the laws of the land. The press, let's use some little common sense here. Yeah, I know you, 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 you know, you, you want to report, we're reporting the news. <laughs> yeah, but there's some things that not need to be reported. You know it and I know it. So I think we need to put a gag on them sometime. That's good. And my last statement is this. I'm Jesse Duplantis, and I approve this message. You have a wonderful day. Bye-bye.